Hello, everyone. Welcome to our monthly Lehigh podcast. I'm your host, Cameron. And I'm Melanie. As usual, we'll be starting off today with our mayor's message. And today we have a special guest with us, Shay Rutenbeek. She is the Fiber Administrative Services Manager. She's here to talk to us today about our fiber installation. Let's get to it. Mayor Johnson, thanks for being with us again. So happy to be here. It's always a joy to sit down and talk with you on our monthly podcast. Always. I, we, you know, we get, um, we get a handful of reviews every time talking about how much they love this podcast. All five of our fans. Oh, yes. small, a small handful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's awesome. For, for you that are, you know, responding, you're part of that handful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure half of them come from Andy. <laughs> He's always like, that was a good podcast. <laughs> he has he has multiple Facebook aliases. He does. <laughs> Andrew, Andy. We're kind of on one today. I know. Yeah. I've noticed that. Well, anyways, Mayor, yeah. great to have you here. Mm-hmm. So today we wanted to talk about the big day in Lehigh. Wow. Really? Yeah, the big day where we had two championship football games in our city in one day. Tell yeah. us about that. I thought you were going to do Good job. Look at that. I could hear myself in the crowd there. Yeah, that was you. It was actual yeah. footage from, yeah. uh, <laughs> from actual like recording game. from the game. So, yeah. yeah, big day. So, we started out with the Sky Ridge win mm-hmm. uh, early on the, in the day. Yes, um, we did. And then we ended the day with the Lehigh big win. So, mm-hmm. tell us, uh, you went to both of those games. What was that Yes, like? I did. It was, it was fantastic. You know, I, it was probably the first uh, football doubleheader I've ever attended. And uh, didn't know what to expect, other than it was going to be cold. Yeah. It was cold. I uh, thought it was kind of weird that we had to get our seats on one side of the field. And when the next game started, we had to move all the way around to the other <laughs> side. And they made you actually leave the gates and come back in the gates on the other side. They kept all the, the fans separated because they just thought, you know, brawl might break out, which I thought was pretty unnecessary because everybody was really pretty friendly up there. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Sky Ridge was first. Uh, very tense game, but it, it was awesome. It was, it was something that I think a lot of people didn't anticipate and it was mostly a defensive battle. And, uh, you know, I, I, I talked to the coach, uh, today, I actually talked to the team today and, uh, thank them for, for everything they've done and how the, how well they represented our city. And, uh, there, it, it was interesting after halftime because, you know, I, I, I was nervous because the game was just too close to feel comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. But I noticed the defense just really stepped into their game in the second half, and I asked the coach about that, and he talked about how they made some adjustments at halftime that really sh- shut things down and kept the uh, quarterback from uh, making some of the larger gains he had in the first half. And so it was fun. But, yeah, that game was excellent and so happy when it got down to the wire and we ended up with more points than Corner Canyon. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a good day for uh, Sky Ridge. Yeah, so that was good. For both of the teams, they had a, an escort back um, from the stadium with from our police and, and fire. Did you participate in that at all? Or I participated in the second one because I was still up the game, you know. So I missed the first one, but I know what happened. I uh, in the first game, I actually sat uh, in the same row as two of our officers, and they had to get up and leave, go down and participate in the escort because I didn't see them after that. And I thought, well, dang. Missed the second good game, but yeah, it was a it was a great uh, escort the Sky Ridge had uh, from the police department, and then we had one later as well. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, so you talked a little bit about the Skyrish game. Tell us, tell us how the Lehigh game uh, played out. Well, the the Lehigh game was uh, uh, it was very crowded, and so was the Skyridge game. I mean, it it there was strong evidence that uh, the city of Lehigh supports both their football teams, and there were a lot of people that stayed for both games, and which made me feel really good that they did that. Uh, but it was obvious, more so I think in the Lehigh uh, Timview game, because Lehigh had filled. The stands on their side of the field. I mean, it was full. Wow. And Tim cool. View, unfortunately, just had a pretty small crowd. They were loud, uh, but they didn't have a real large attendance, which I thought was kind of weird because they are a very good football team. And and I, I'm convinced we, you know, uh, we saw, I think, four of the best teams in the state play that day. And, uh, of course, everybody who knows or watched or heard or read what happened in the Lehigh uh, championship game? It went to triple overtime. And, oh, it did. Uh, yes, it did, and wow, it was uh, it was pretty tense. You know, Lehigh Lehigh had led a lot of the game, but uh, it it got tied at the end. And in the first overtime, uh, Tim View scored, and uh, they put the pressure on Lehigh. They came and scored. Next in uh, overtime, they they didn't, and then Lehigh didn't. So we had to go to the third overtime, and Jeez. and uh, Lehigh or Sky or Timview had the ball, and and they passed, and it was intercepted. Right, it was intercepted by Lehigh, run it back, which meant Lehigh then got the ball on that turnover, and the very next play they threw a ball into a guy who was just wide open in the end zone, and it was a walk off victory, if you will. That's so awesome. Crowd went wild. Is a walk-off victory this day, like he caught it and then walked off? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's all, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of a mic drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That yeah. is where I get that. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was loud and it was, it was. That's so an, great. It was an incredible amount of fun. Yeah. Well, it sounds so like fun. a fun day. Yeah. yeah. Super exciting for our city. Um, great, uh, great teams on both sides. And I, I think it shows a lot about the dedication of both of those sports programs and, um, and the great uh, individuals that are on those teams and coaching those teams as well. Right. right. Yeah, they were awesome. And I have to say for the mayor, he was so adamant and not just doing something about them, but making sure, you know, we start to find a way to represent all of those who go to state, but this time was for football and you know, we, we taken out Sky Ridge to lunch. We're going to take out Lehigh next week. So the mayor has been awesome about making sure that they feel that they, you know, part of the community that we are supportive of them. And I've just loved that. So that has been a lot of fun and, to do that. And and it's, it's interesting because I don't know if a lot of people realize we have had a number of championship uh, teams and organizations out of these two schools this year. Mm-hmm. You know, we, the, the baseball did a fantastic job. You know, uh, with theirs, we had uh, the drama club up in, uh, am I saying that right? Drama? Drama. 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 I'm sorry. It's okay. That's right. Yeah. I didn't know football stuff, so you don't know drama stuff. (laughs) The drama club, they they took state up at Sky Ridge. We have a a championship tennis team. Yeah, it's it's just been a, it's been a banner year for Lehigh. Yeah, we've been doing awesome. It's been great. Yeah, for sure. And we love to hear about those things too. So if we miss anything like that and you you listen to the podcast, please let us know about some success that you're seeing in our community, not only in our schools, but across the community. If somebody is receiving recognition or should receive recognition for something great that they've done, um, we love to hear about that. So please let us know. 
Yes. I think that's one thing we love to do is just celebrate our community. We have so many cool people here. Like the football teams. Yeah. Well, if we were celebrating all the cool people all the time, we'd be celebrating 24-7, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mayor, it's been great to have you here with us and great to be able to talk talk about some good news that has happened in our community. So, again, Mayor, thanks for everything that you do. Thanks Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. It's been fun. All right. For our next section, we are excited to have with us today, Shay Rutenbeek. (laughs) Shay, welcome. Hi. And you are the Fiber Administrative Services Manager. Correct. Yeah. Do people ever call you the Phasm? (laughs) Only you. Oh, okay. (laughs) As you should, that's like your superhero name, the Phasm. Phasm. Yeah, when she's out in the streets with uh, installing some lightning fast fiber. When if you see a girl with a mask on around <laughs> fiber, it's phasm. <laughs> you put a lightning bolt in the sky and yeah. phasm comes. <laughs> it's our own little superhero in Lehigh. Well, Shay, I apologize in advance because we are on one we today for some reason. <laughs> and uh yeah, so uh, but Nonetheless, we respect you and your uh, job position here in Lehigh. There's, this is a good uh, project that's going on here, um, our fiber project. And we like to give frequent updates um, to our residents about what's going on here. And so maybe give us a, an idea here. What phase of the project are we in now? What are, what are we working on with fiber? So we're just entering into construction. We currently have two shelters that were just placed today. So if you drive past those locations, you can actually see the shelters in place. And we'll start construction on the backbone, which is the backbone. Which is the backbone of the fiber. (laughs) (laughs) So once we get started on the backbone, then we can get into distribution and start connecting residents, which we hope to connect our first residents by spring of 2023. Okay, great. So when we're talking about a shelter. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What is a shelter? Yeah, explain that. Yeah, so there's four shelters total for the city, and they're Mm -hmm. distributed strategically around the city um, to provide service to those different areas. And they really house a lot of the electronics necessary for the network um, because all of the equipment out in the field, none of that is supplied by power. It's all strictly fiber. So the shelters will have power and they'll have the electronics to actually run the network. Okay. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so it's just a little a little structure, a little building essentially right. that has all of the things that you need to connect. Yes. Uh, the fiber together. Yeah, it looks like your typical utility building, but we're trying to make it look a little bit nicer. Yeah, no, yeah. that's great. So um, so we're starting our, our project here, hoping to have some people connected as early as the spring, um, and but it's going to be phased throughout the city. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, so we've released the first area, which you can go to lehigh.fibertomycity.com. And you can pre-register there, but then you can also look at the map and see which areas will be first. And we'll release those every few months or so as we go. So um, how are you guys deciding on where you're picking the areas, I guess? So construction is first starting in the area that... um, where the fiber transport routes are. So we're starting by shelter one, which is just north of I-15 and off of 200 East. Um, So you can actually go out and see that today. And then we'll move south from there down 100 East 
And then, so we have to go along the backbone because we can't connect anybody without the backbone. But then we are also determining where we're going based on resident demand. So the more people that sign up or pre-register in your neighborhood, the more likely you are to get connected faster. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about pre-registering a little bit because um, I want to make sure that people understand exactly what that means. So to pre-register for fiber, is it a is it a commitment? Is it a contract? Or what are we talking about here? No. So all you're doing when you pre-register is showing interest. So that way that when we go into those neighborhoods, the ISPs, the internet service providers, will know that you are interested and they'll contact you and give you information on what services they provide, what speeds and their prices. And then you can determine then if you want to connect to the network or not. So at the initial construction phase, if you want to connect to the network, there's no cost, but you do have to sign up with an ISP and actually use the service to get the connection. Okay. But pre-registering, no, there's no commitment and no cost to do so. So where would you pre-register? So you can pre-register at lehigh.fibertomycity.com. Okay. Okay, great. And so when you're getting ready to go into a neighborhood to start construction, will residents be notified that that's going to be happening? And and if so, like how how far in advance will they be notified that so they can make sure that they've pre-registered? Right. So we have post we'll post online on the city Facebook page, on the city webpage, on Engage Lehigh, and also on Fiber to My City where those areas are. So residents can go and check for those updates. But then we will also be mailing out postcards to every resident in those areas with more information and direction on where to go to get more information. Um, and we're also getting some yard signs printed. So residents, if they're really excited about the fiber network and they want to tell people, they can get a yard sign to put up just to let people know that fiber is coming. That's awesome. And you said what is completed in spring 2023 is the... So by spring 2023, we will, or we plan to connect our first residents. So the first, first customers. And that one takes a little bit longer than it would to right. connect other ones, right? Right. The initial phase is taking longer just because we have to get going on the backbone and mm-hmm. build some of the shelters. But after that, the phases will be more quickly. Okay. It won't be like a six-month timeline. Okay. That makes sense. So once you have been connected, you've selected your ISP. Say you're in that first group where in the spring you can be on the internet um, this spring and you have uh, Lehigh Fiber through one of the ISPs. What kind of fees other than um, what the ISP is advertising do you expect to see? So that's the only fee that they should be charged. The way that the billing works is that customers will get one bill from the ISP and that will include the ISP's portion and the city portion, as well as our partners portion. Um, So we're partnering with Strata Networks, and they are building and operating and maintaining the network. So they'll have a portion of the fees, but residents will only get one bill from their ISP, and the bills that they add, or sorry, the prices that they advertise will include all of those fees. So you won't see anything on a utility bill regarding fiber or anything like that? No. Okay, wonderful. And so... um, We've talked about where uh, where and when construction is going to be starting. So um, where can people go to learn more about these different ISPs? Is that on uh, on that same fiber to my city or do they go to Engage Lehigh um, or where do they find that information? So they can go to Engage Lehigh. Um, we're working on building another webpage from the city, which will have 
um, links to the ISPs from that webpage. But right now you can just see the list of the names. And if someone wants to go out, they can search out those ISPs on their own. Okay, great. So we, you can at least find out which providers are out there by going to the um, engagelehigh.org slash lehighfiber yes. um, site to find that. Um, and then more information will come once once it's available in your area and they start providing information about connections and that sort of thing. Right. Okay. Awesome. So Engage Lehigh has where you can really go and ask more questions, essentially, if people are still concerned about certain things or have questions, that's where they need to go is to Engage Lehigh, right? Right. Okay. And then Fiber My City has information, but it's more for pre-registration and things like that. Yes. Okay. And then obviously on our Facebook and all of our social media, we you've been awesome to help us with answering all those questions as well. So that's always an option too. Yep. Yeah. We welcome the questions. We want to share as much information as we can and ease anybody's concerns that they have. All right. Shay, have we missed anything? Anything that you want to make sure that we touch on today? Um, just to remind people to pre-register so that we you know, we know where to go next and um, that way you can get it sooner. So go to lehigh.fibertomycity.com. Right. Awesome. And I do just want to say that I know we we tease Shay about Phasm and stuff, but I've just been super impressed by her. I think she's really just taken on this fiber project and just made it so great. So everyone just know that this awesome Shay has just done so much to get fiber out to the city. And I think she's been so great. So I feel like we need to tell you that since we were calling <laughs> Thanks, you your spasm superhero. All joking aside. Thank All you. joking aside, you're pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. Lehigh Fiber's coming to a neighborhood near you soon. So thanks, Shay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, that's Shay. She was great. That sure was Shay, wasn't it? <laughs> she is Shay. <laughs> yeah, really Shay on there. I know. So I was thinking about this because we just got done with Thanksgiving. We're all into the Christmas area now. But my my husband's like ultra against anything Christmas before Thanksgiving. So I was curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, you know, I, I think I don't really, it doesn't really matter a whole lot to me, Um Either way, I because I was in choir in high school, and oh, we always yeah. started early morning practices with our music early, uh, learning Christmas songs. So I always oh. started singing Christmas songs in October. Yeah. Anyways, and so, um, you know, for me, it doesn't really matter that much, but my wife used to be very opposed to it. And something mm-hmm. happened this year. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. Tiffany. <laughs> But all of a sudden, she was like, you know what? I'm ready for Christmas. And she was like all about listening to the music early and and the Christmas movies and stuff. And until this year, it's always been like a very hard line. Like, we don't start before. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, I I feel like I like to keep it to keep it like magical, but I'm not going to like turn it off. My husband, we were listening to my parents' house and he turned to me and he's like, this is my nightmare. And I was like, really? It's your nightmare <laughs> listening to Christmas? I can think of some worse things. I feel things. like that's an overreaction. <laughs> right. So, but then he did want to watch a new Christmas movie out before Thanksgiving. And I said, no, no, you don't let me listen to my Christmas music. You cannot watch a movie until no, after. Christmas movies before Thanksgiving are my nightmare. Yeah. See, that's a real nightmare. Yeah. Ugh. So. So what's your favorite Christmas music? Like, do you have traditions of things that like you need to hear yes. um, every year? What is yeah. that? My very, very favorite Christmas thing is Carpenters. Yeah, Andy just mouse Carpenters because he also knows that that is the 
Christmas CD. Classic. For me, it's got to be two things. One is Elvis, Blue Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. I've got memories of looking at Christmas lights and listening and to that song. Blue. Oh, oh, blue. You know, it's classic yeah, just stuff. like that. Oh, my gosh. Is Elvis here? Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, <laughs> we give him too much power with that. <laughs> the other one is John Denver and the Muppets, Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh, really? I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever heard that. That's classic. I really like the Looney Tunes Christmas album. I feel like it's a little underrated, but their Daffy Duck's Good King Wenceslas was classic. Interesting. I have never heard any of that, but I can imagine Daffy Duck singing. Yeah, it's really it brightens up my Christmas season every year. Interesting. All right. Well, good to know. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, do it. So the other thing that is a must for us is White Christmas. We have to watch White Christmas every oh, year. Yeah. Have you ever seen White Christmas, no. Melanie? I said, oh, yeah, because of peer pressure. I didn't want anyone to think I was lame. Yeah. But no, I've never seen every it. Every year, I tell you, you need to watch this movie. <laughs> I know. This every is year. the year. Mm-hmm. Someday. I've heard that Someday. <laughs> so. Well, well, good. On that note. I guess that's it. That's so. all we got. Thanks, everybody, for listening to us today yeah, and your uh, patience as we rant about Christmas music and uh, listening before Thanksgiving. So uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, like our podcast on any of your favorite podcast listening um, apps, applications, maybe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. See ya. Bye.